0: with no clue on how those teams are going to be. Well, I won't, I
1: won't put that on Bama. That's everybody's schedules that way, but I do like it. If you did it more on a yearly basis, I think it would make more sense. But uh, since winning the NCAA in college and, and makes sense, well, ever have. Appreciate you, bud. Okay, thanks, man. Thanks, Quint. All right, uh, coming up next, Ben Carlisle and his gang from Bleed Tech Blue. Uh, I didn't get into it today. I promise I will get into it tomorrow. Louisiana Tech and Marshall, it's a rare occurrence. Uh, We'll look at Tech's games versus the East. This hasn't happened before. Think about that. Tech's been a part of Conference USA since 2013. The only time they faced off was the Conference Championship game. And I think, what, 2014 or 2015. They haven't faced it. They've played ODU one time. One time they played Old Dominion. They still haven't played Charlotte yet. So we'll look at Tech versus the east tomorrow uh i didn't get into my 10 super bowl teams the teams that the the only 10 teams in the nfl that have a chance at that i'll go through that tomorrow plus i mentioned for saints fans that yes the loss to atlanta sucked but we have seen a loss like this in every year since the saints have made the playoffs we'll look more about that tomorrow plus we'll get back to the debate the college football playoff rankings the newest one will be announced tonight of course we'll complain about that because that's what we do here On the Sports Company. For Ken Carter, John Tabor, Puffy, I'm Sean Fox. Same bat time, same bat channel. We'll see you at 3 o'clock for another edition of The Company. This has been
2: The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m., for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977.
3: They're still in first place, but they're in first place at a...
4: To get the rest of what Doug said, podcast it by searching the Doug Gottlieb Show. And as always, you can hear the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 Eastern, noon Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. This is The Odd Couple. Turn it up. Let's go. With Chris Broussard
5: and Rob Parker. You like to talk about your picks. If I say
0: it, it's coming true. If I put it out there, it's coming to
5: pass. Bank on it. Rob Parker. Well, I predicted that the Los Angeles Rams would miss the playoffs. And you mocked me. I did mock. And then after they started 3-0, you stuck out your chest. How could you do that, Chris? You were crazy. What were you thinking? (laughs) But now... After the Rams have lost four of their last six games, I am feeling good about my pick, and I am wondering what in the world has happened to Sean McVay. This is the NFL. And they figure you out.
0: I think tonight's the night.
4: This is The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) There's only one king of the audio world. Life comes at you fast. And this king rules the late nights. Want to take a guess who that is? Ben Maller.
1: I am going to be a reasonable sports talk show host. I'm going to be very professional, calm. I'm not going to be irrational here at all. And along with
4: his militia, he rules this audio world. Ben Maller. Listen to the Ben Maller Show right here. 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, when you hear this, He-haw! you know He-haw! you're listening to the Dan Patrick Show. They know that this is coming, they can't stop it. They know it's coming. Dan Patrick. He-haw! Along with Paulie, Seton, Todd, and McLovin. I mean, they're very. Very sensitive. Bring you the best sports talk on your radio. Listen to the Dan Patrick Show right here. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific. Yeehaw! On Fox Sports Radio.
2: Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubak, Rustin, Monroe, 97.7.
4: It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Acme Glass, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, and Ideal Portable Building. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762.
3: Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Let's go! B.C. Beck Haynes, John Taver running the board, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7 FM. We're your home for Louisiana Tech Athletics. For the next 90 minutes, thanks for joining us. Of course, you can call us, you can text us, Fairway Carts Hotline, 888-993-7762. We'd love to thank our sponsors, First National Bank, Fairway, Carts, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen, Ideal Portable Buildings, Acme Glass, Smoke Smokehouse, and O'Neill Gas. Beck Haynes, how we doing tonight, my friend? Oh, BC. turn that, 28 today.
6: Man, yeah, the big birthday today, Ben. Not a real big birthday guy myself, but I do appreciate, you know, the wife and the kids getting me... Some brownies, you know, oh, and some, you know, whatever. Just happy to be here, Ben. Wouldn't rather spend my birthday any other way. Ben, I, I, I'm I, going to just jump out in front of this because I know you're going to throw it in my face. I was at a wedding this weekend. You were, but hey, just it's all right. Wedding time at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I Nothing. was a groomsman
3: taking pictures from about 2 to 4 BC. So Nothing better than a fall wedding.
6: Yeah, so didn't catch too much of the game, Ben, but I did watch the highlights, read some stats. It's and all that man, matters. Another W for the Bulldogs in convincing fashion. A
3: dominant win. Oh. 52-17. Dogs move to 8 and 1 overall, 5 and 0 oh in Conference USA play. North Texas falls to 4 and 6, 3 and 3 in conference play. Essentially were eliminated from the Conference USA race this past weekend and back be- did we ever think we'd be eight and one at this point in the year?
6: No, I think we hoped, and I think we hoped that you know when we did our preseason projections, I don't have them up in front of me right now, but I know that we weren't eight and one. I think we no, all had I, Tech we were dropping six and three, yeah, seven and I think two. We had Tech dropping the Southern Miss game for sure. Um, ben, I, I don't think we expected North Texas to be as poor as they are. Oh, they were rough. It was. I'm hearing it was rough, but this is. I think we've always thought eight and one was doable. But, again, we thought Tech was going to Tech themselves. and They didn't. Ben, fourth and one with last play of the half. Old Skip goes for the field goal 11 times out of 10. But, Ben, he goes for it. Let the big dog eat. I don't think it was fourth. It might have been second. It was. No, it was fourth fourth and goal. I mean, either way, Ben, that's stuff we're not seeing from Skip in the past. He's a new
3: person. Dogs are playing to win championships. Hey,
6: you know chips. what this is, BC? This is bowl game skip all
3: season long. You love to see it. You love it. You love to see it. And you know, like you said, I'm not going to sit here and and sugarcoat things. North Texas, they might have been picked to win the preseason West Division in the preseason, but those boys. They didn't want any of the Bulldogs on Saturday.
6: No, they sure didn't, Ben. And you know, I think Tech's done a really good job of protecting their house this week, this year. Five
3: and oh. 5 and oh, Ben. And,
6: I, and I, that's can't can't have said that in the past. I'm I'm impressed. I'm proud. I'm, They've given me something to be excited about. You might be a season
3: ticket holder. I mean, with twelve tickets instead of four next year. You never know, BC. You're playing know. like this. You never know, and so you look at. Uh some of the some of the happenings since the 5217 win over North Texas Bulldogs continue to earn top 25 votes 43 votes in the USA today coaches poll good for 28th in the country hey nice right. got a teetering on the edge of yeah. the top 25 yeah. nothing wrong with that
6: nothing wrong with that I think you know that's that's about as good of a situation as you can have it Tech's not had a ton of luck in the recent years of being ranked and staying up there for too long. Let's teeter on the edge. Yeah, let's just teeter on the edge, B.C., take care of business, this B1-0 next week and roll on, get to our bowl game and win that, and that way you can say we won six in a row. How about it?
3: Hey, only two teams That's have won five good. in a row. Only two teams have won five in a row. Of course, Louisiana Tech also picks up 25 votes in the AP poll, good for 31st nationally. And, Beck, i got, got a question for you. So, you know, you're not from the state of Louisiana. You're an Alaskan uh, actually, native. born in Ruston, but thanks. But hey, would say you're from Alaska to make yourself sound cool.
6: Yeah, I would, but I've actually been in Louisiana 18 years and
3: only Alaska 10. So. Well, it's all right. I but really, we'll roll with this. So well, you
6: your story, I know you probably typed it on your little notes. Yeah. Go ahead.
3: So here we go. You, you look at some of the voters for the AP Top 25. There, there's two voters from the state of Louisiana, both South Louisiana natives themselves. Yeah. Garland Gillen of Fox 8 in New Orleans. Brooks Capina. Kap- of the advocate, they both have AP votes. Have yet to give the dogs any love. Okay,
6: back it up. Is, that, is back that, it up for your average fan? How do they have votes? I don't How know. How do you get votes? I don't. I need a vote. Explain the AP poll I, and the other I, I poll, don't coaches' know. poll. I
3: guess you're a good writer. How many people have votes? Ah, uh, what? Is, I, we'll get our stat guy on this. For some reason, I think there's 50 people that have votes around the country. Could be wrong. Might not be any voters in. And North so you Dakota. you
6: place fifty votes a week, or you
3: place twenty five a week. You place twenty five a week, and you're scored like if you if you get a first place vote, you're obviously get you know a hundred points, and if you get a twenty fifth place vote, you obviously get four points, or you know however it works.
6: The rankings are compiled by polling sixty five sports writers 65. and broadcasters from across the nation.
3: There we go. Sixty-five two from the state of Louisiana. Yet to give the dogs any love. Is
6: that like a big honor to have an AP vote? Like, yeah, put that on your Twitter profile. Work for KNO eight. Have an AP vote. Fox eight.
3: Fox eight. Have an AP vote. Yeah, I would think that'd be pretty cool. But two voters in southern southern part of the state have yet to give Louisiana Tech a vote in the top twenty-five. Not gonna say that. Too surprised. You know, you talk about how LSU's playing. Obviously, the Fighting Tigers nine and zero. Number one in the country, but you would think the dogs, the the clear second best team in the state, would get a little bit more love than they're receiving. Right? And got, you, but and you're a big advocate of. Oh, they haven't played any. Or, Do you say they haven't played anyone? Are you one of those? No, you. Oh, good. You are.
6: Oh, I am. Yeah, you say Conference USA is awful.
3: Well, it is the bottom, especially. All right,
6: not to beat a dead horse, but this is interesting. Voters are chosen by the state sports editor or lead writer. The the latter title generally given to the longest tenured sports writer in the state. Interesting. So that's how you get AP votes. Got a long it's gonna way to be a while for you, B C. You also gotta be an AP member. So I got a long
3: way to go and I gotta Let's join the AP. You gotta get your little bucket list going, B C and one day you can vote the dogs in. Absolutely. So hopefully Garland Gillen and Brooks Capina will begin to give the dogs a little bit of love in the coming that weeks. That is
6: interesting that you that that no love from Louisiana. You think it has to do with LSU?
3: No, nah, I think they want they want Tulane to be the number two team in the state, and they're having a decent year, and they don't want to submit that Louisiana Tech is better than Tulane. Well, let's
6: just meet them at a midweek game Wednesday night. Let's do it.
3: Let's meet them at a bowl game. Yeah, bet, they, bet they don't want bowl game skip.
6: No, nobody wants bowl game skip. No, nah, they
3: don't want none of these dogs. So, Beck, you know, shifting gears a little bit. Did did you have an opportunity to? Were, were you back in town on Sunday to catch some red zone action?
6: Yeah, I got back about 2.30. Wife had a long list of projects for me. I don't doubt uh, it. left her at the house with two kids. Miss so, co-host BTV yeah,
3: will put you to work. She will, yeah. look like you've been working all day.
6: Yeah, been uh, yeah been in the yard a little bit. Had to put the old covers on the sprinkler heads, you know, all that kind of stuff. Nothing so, wrong with that. Keep uh, the yard green in the winter. Anyways, I did catch a little red zone. Saw my boy Jeff Driscoll with a top ten play. How
3: about Mr. Driscoll? Sad his-
6: he didn't get the W, but man.
3: Hey. I- Played potential. Pr- played fairly well. 269 yards, one touchdown, one pick. We don't talk about picks. Had 37 yards rushing. Did lose to Mr. Trubisky, who's not sure Mr. Trubisky's a top 50 he, quarterback. He, throw, he threw for three touchdowns. He
6: did. He I did. mean, granted, they were screen passes.
3: But, hey, All right. Mr. Driscoll gets his first start for the Lions, like I mentioned. Ryan Allen. I don't think
6: – if I'm a Lions coach, I'm not
3: disappointed by his performance. No, without a doubt. Especially
6: because he found out two days ago he was starting.
3: Yeah, and I think Driscoll's going to – continue to iron himself out a long career as a backup and we've seen with Luke McCown you can certainly have some success in that role for a decade plus. No doubt. with Doug Peterson de- did the same thing. Did backup. you get a chance to watch Ryan Allen against the Saints? No,
6: but I I heard he had a two bat. punts. Did he have not one was not great, was it? No, no. Yeah, that's the one I heard about. <laughs>
3: Only averaged thirty nine yards per boot Jalen Ferguson for the Ravens. They pick up an easy win over the Bengals. Who's not beating the Bengals easily this year, though?
6: Did you see Jelly Bean got picked up by the Raiders? Jelly Bean. uh, Ravens? He sure did. Hey, congrats to Jelly Bean, man. Continuing that career.
3: Jelly Bean and Jalen Ferguson teaming up on that Ravens defensive line. You better look out. Mr. Ferguson continues to earn some more playing time. I think he had four tackles in their win over the Bengals. Vernon Butler continues to play well. For the Panthers, had another sack. I think he's up to four sacks this year. Had two QB hits. That's pretty good. Like we said earlier in the year, looking to earn that second contract. That Green Bay game, um, filled with some snow. Yeah, it was a a pretty game. Pretty game
6: to watch. Yeah, you know, honestly, Ben, this was a good weekend for uh, NFL football. A lot of good games.
3: Tremont Williams, thirty third career interception. I mean. These pro dogs making me proud. Making you proud. And, you know, you talk about all these good games, and we, we have our arguments over whether or not college football or pros better. I, I'm sure you were glued for the Jets and Giants.
6: Yeah, I was glued. Um <laughs> ugh, That was a rough one, BCO. Saquon, Dolphins had, Colts. Saquon had what, like one yard? Yeah, a little rough day on the yeah. Saquon Barkley. Oh, man. But last night, did you watch the game last night? I sure did. Heck of a football game. That was Russell Wilson, man. It's fun I saw a little J-Mar in him. Hey,
3: maybe so. I heard you wrote a poem to Jaymar a few weeks ago. Might have to bring it back. I think, yeah. if I recall correctly, I still got the old poem at the house if you need me to I bring it back. I heard you framed it. Your wife
6: told me she framed it. Miss BTB said you framed it as hanging up on your bedside. Without a
3: doubt. <laughs> right above my toilet. <laughs> right above my toilet. Shifting gears on, onto the hoops court. Duncan Dogs opened their season last Wednesday night on the road at Texas AM Corpus Christi. With an 82 49 win, the largest road win, season opening road win in program history, the 33 point win. Dequan Bracey led the Bulldogs with 14 points, six assists, and 27 minutes of action. Caleb Ledoux added another 13 points and four rebounds for the Dogs. They're actually back in action here in about 20 minutes. Home opener against Wiley College. You going? Quick geographic question. Where's Wiley College located? Who? I used to know this. Texas? Marshall. Duh. Texas? Marshall,
6: Texas. Oh! Yeah, Pretty close.
3: Fine. That was a total guess. 22nd ranked team in the NAI. Of course, I think the dogs are like a 40-point favorite. So, should handle business. They'll hit the road this weekend uh, for a road matchup in Omaha, Nebraska against Creighton. Uh, you look at the Creighton Blue Jays, obviously uh, a, a team that perennially is in the NCAA tournament. I know Coach McDermott does a great job up there. Uh, they're in action tonight against Michigan. They're 1-0 overall. Uh, picked up an 81-55 victory over Kennesaw State last week. So that'll be uh, you know a nice challenge for Co- Coach Conkle and his team uh, as they really uh, start to progress into the season, get deeper into November and into the month of December. You really get to find out what this team's all about. Looking at the Lady Texter's they opened their season, I uh, believe it was last Thursday, at home against LSUA with a 93-61 win, a uh, good win for Brooke Storr and her squad to get things going uh, on the right foot, and hopefully they can continue their success uh, tomorrow night when Memphis comes to town. Beck. I don't know. Well, obviously, I can see you didn't print out the show script tonight. Did you get? No, a I did to print it out. Just left it on my desk. Well, did you get a chance to see who our guests are tonight? Yeah, I heard Boston Scott's
6: coming on tonight.
3: Philadelphia Eagles tailback Boston Scott was actually in town for homecoming
6: yeah, this weekend. Fresh off his uh, an NFL touchdown the week before, I mean, big things happening for
3: Boston Scott. Absolutely, you certainly got a, a roaring ovation in front of the. Joe Stadium crowd of 22,000-plus. Boston will join us at 7 p.m., uh, 6.30. Josh Stowers of HerdNation.com. Uh, that's the Marshall rival site. He'll join us to preview Louisiana Tech. And Marshall, of course, uh, the Bulldogs travel up to Huntington. Uh, kickoff, I believe, is at 6 p.m. That's a Friday night. Beck, you're going to be joining me on the postgame show Friday night. Yep, that's right. The t- yep. I am. I'll be. I'm excited. Did you forget?
6: No, I just forgot the game was Friday, BC. Well, I'm glad I told <laughs> I you. have to go through my, you know, that, make sure we're all good there.
3: Yeah, a little 6 p.m. kickoff. You know, of course, uh, Mark Kramer and myself usually have the post game call-in show on KXKZ 107.5. Uh, Mark will be on the road with Rustin High uh, as they travel down to Dutchtown this weekend for a playoff game. And so, hopefully, uh, Beck shows up after the game. And hopefully, it's another Bulldog victory to move to 9-1. Beck. One thing before we get to our first break, did you get a chance to watch Skip Holtz's press conference today?
6: I did, BC. I really did. I watched it. A um, little interesting.
3: Uh, yeah, it was. It was an odd mood in the room, to say the least. It was an odd mood. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Quicker press conference. You know, the players are uh, in the middle of finals week, so you, you don't get any access to any players. Practice was closed today. Um, but yeah, there's some interesting points to the to that. Uh,
6: you know I you know Skip mentioned that Marshall's had thirteen days to prep for this game and Tech's only had five and or four I don't know you know yeah four really, or five four or five yeah there's uh this finals week for tech, which obviously Marshall's probably not dealing with being on this the semester system yep. I you know taking a stab at that, pretty sure they are so uh ben I'm gonna be honest, I'm a little worried i I'm, I'm a little worried about this
3: week I'm gonna be honest, me too. A little something in the air making me a little nervous about it. Yeah, well, you know, you talk about traveling on a short week. Temperatures in the mid twenties uh, certainly uh, sets up for a difficult, you know, a difficult week. And you know, you talk about Skip Holtz, and obviously the Arkansas job came open this week, and he was posed the question in the press conference. And you can never draw too much from what a coach says, first and foremost.
6: Yeah, they're professionals, that, you know,
3: and, and they're always going to say the right thing. For the most part, yeah. you, know, you can point at some coaches around the country when you talk about Lane Kiffin or some of those. But and I thought it was interesting to hear Skip kind of reminisce on his time in Ruston and kind of what the program's meant to him. But, you know, he's done a good job. you got to give him some credit for building the program. I think he's 55-34 and 34 overall. And uh, like you said, though, it was an odd mood in the press conference, and it'll be something uh, to certainly pay attention to uh, going into Marshall Friday night.
6: Yeah. I think it's going to be an interesting game, BC. I think this is. A- I
3: think dogs are around a two and a half point underdog. which is a, to, Really? Which is essentially home field advantage. So basically a pick em. Huh. So it'll be interesting. We'll see, BC. Absolutely. So let's go ahead, tapes, take our first time out. We come back from the break. We're going to break it down. Louisiana Tech 52, North Texas 17. It was a beautiful Saturday afternoon for football. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7
7: at first national bank we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve we offer personal banking mortgage lending commercial lending and cash management let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in arcadia Ruston, farmerville monroe and west monroe and experience our professional enthusiastic service first national bank the uncommon bank member fdic
5: Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud Latex supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics, plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service—a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Have you looked at the calendar? The seasons are changing and fun season is almost here. You mean fall season? Nope, fun season. Cause any season is more fun with a new easy go golf cart from fairway carts in Mendon. With an easy go that perfectly fits your lifestyle. You'll have fun at the football games. Fun with the family on a camping trip or riding around the neighborhood. Even have fun in the woods during fun t- I mean hunting season. And Fairway Carts always has a great selection of easy-go gas or electric carts with the performance you need and the value to please any budget. Experience the comfort of an EasyGo personal cart, the convenience of a multi passenger cart or the rugged durability of an EasyGo utility cart. Yes, fun season is coming and it's going to be your new favorite season of the year. It all starts with a new easy go from Fairway Carts in Minden on Highway 531 just north of I-20. Give them a call at (music) 318-371-CART.
4: Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762.
3: Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Ben Carlisle, Beck Haynes, John Tabor's running the board here in the Sports Talk 97.7 studios here in Ruston. Beck, 52-17. Bulldogs move to 8-1 and overall, 5-0 and in Conference USA play. Beck, real quick, got a text on the text line from Matt in Monroe. Come on, guys. Tech is not close to a top 25 team. They barely beat Grambling State and got outplayed. The teams they are beating in Conference USA are some of the worst teams in the entire FBS. <laughs> Tech is a good football team that has won the games that they are supposed to win. Matt? might be Reggie's cousin the beauty of it we all have our opinion
6: yeah and i do think i, th- I, I can't even I
3: remember the grambling game yeah, i don't i
6: don't think you can take the first couple games of the season i think tech is a new defensive system being installed yeah a long tech time ago long time ago you know what we like to say in our fantasy football group that's last year the whole you can't pull stuff from the past matt there's a lot no. that's changed okay a lot of stuff has changed and i think it's it's not about tech beating these teams it's it's the way they're beating them it's about the, the convincing, win, dominant, yeah. and, and efficient. And those are the things that give um, voters and, and fans confidence going forward, knowing that, hey, we're not winning by a field goal and just getting lucky. It's it's Tex actually executing the way they're supposed to execute. But I do agree. The Grambling State game was, was a little interesting. Rough. Little rough. Texas was Texas. Um, but I think Tex about made it improvements and trended up uh, upward about just about every week after that so oh, without a doubt um, and if Beck Haines... I'm not even mad I'm not saying they should be top 25 right this second but I, I do think they ought to be in the conversation
3: oh without a doubt and they certainly are so you look at this 52 17 win over North Texas first and foremost Beck uh announced crowd of 22,000 plus uh, I'm not going to sit here and and toy around with you I don't think there was 22,000 in the stadium but it was a solid crowd It was a really solid crowd. I thought the students really came out. Obviously, they don't stay after halftime, but Tech's not the only place that that happens. But kudos to the Tech family. Like, did a nice job showing up, supporting your team. So first I wanted to say that, but getting into some of the game action, you know, coming to this game, Tech was favored. Uh, I think they were somewhere around five-and-a-half, six-point favorite. And, you know, obviously North Texas had Mason Fine, Uh, North Texas takes the ball to start the game. Tech forces a quick three and out. Tech gets the ball. Jamar misses Hardy on the first throw. Second throw to Hardy is complete, but he fumbles. North Texas recovers, I believe it is around the Tech 27-yard line, and this is where we really started to see the Tech defense impose their will. They force North Texas to a field goal. Obviously, they go up 3-0 early, but from that point on, the North Texas offense did not score another point against the starters. Had only 144 yards of total offense in three quarters. Bob Diaco certainly deserves a tremendous amount of credit.
6: Yeah, but you see, that's uh, that's that's been the biggest. Uh... I think that's improvement a, for me throughout just, the year. Yeah, it, that's what I mean by I think it's gotten better every game. I think, you know, we kind of had some conversations about Diaco not being on the sideline. And early on in the year, that frustrated some people because Diaco is such a rah-rah guy. Uh, it's easy to think, man, he should be on the sideline pumping these guys up and being in their face. But I think Diaco is kind of like an evil genius and, and really likes to see it from up top and then comes in at halftime or, you know, Calls down to the field and just like once he's got it figured out, he's got it figured out. out, So give him a time. I think he's gotten better at that. I think players are getting more comfortable in the system for sure.
3: Yeah, and this week, you know, just to touch on that, like they had it figured out from the get go, and we knew, and we talked about it last week with North Texas coming into this game. Obviously, they were out their top target on the outside, Enrico Bussy, and so you wondered how they would get the ball to their receivers. Uh, the top two guys, Darden and Lawrence, were two slot guys, and and really the biggest thing I took away from it was we didn't see Diaco play the style of football that we've you know given the receivers some cushion. They're up in their face at the line of scrimmage. North Texas was going to throw some of these simple short out routes, and the Tech defensive backs. When you talk about Robertson, Sneed, Sam Lewis, Williamson, Hannibal. Uh, had a couple nice plays. They were on top of their man. They were given no uh, windows to throw the football, and they just had – they weren't all in Fine's face, and I know we'll talk about Fine here in a second, but they weren't in his face throughout the night. They were just making plays on the ball. The North Texas receivers, I thought they were slow. Uh, Like I didn't think they had any sort of separation skills, and Tech certainly exposed Seth Luttrell's offense.
6: So if you can – you watch – you know, the game in its entirety, obviously. Who stood out to you defensively?
3: Well, I think the one player you have to touch on, obviously, is Legereus Sneed. You know, he made the move from cornerback to safety in the offseason uh, in Diaco's new scheme, and and we've seen him have some issues at times. But in this one, he looked comfortable. They put him in a lot of man spots out of his safety look. Uh, He obviously had the 68-yard interception return for a touchdown. I believe that was in the third quarter to really put the game away. I think that put Tech up 31-3. to That was kind of the moment where you said, all right, like you can kind of turn out the lights on these guys. And he played well. I thought amique uh, was targeted five times, only allowed two catches for like six yards. So it's like – Quiet but perfect. I mean, you don't, yeah, don't
6: want to hear his name. Yeah, I'm you don't
3: sure. hear him too much. But his man's not doing a whole lot of damage. And then give the defensive line some credit. They limited North Texas just 74 yards on the ground. Uh, just over three yards of carry. Uh, Courtney Wallace, Kadarian Mason, Milton Williams, Deshaun Hall, uh, true freshman, uh, continues to get better week after week. And and give those guys some credit. Uh, the defensive line is another part of Diaco's unit that has continued to get better and better. And, and another thing is they limited North Texas to just 2 of 11 on third down, which was uh, really crucial in this game, and I know Mason Fine went out in the second, late in the second quarter with a concussion, but he had only 48 yards passing, so it wasn't like he was torching the Tech defense, and this is the reason that they lost the game. Yeah, I don't think they were going to win no, either way.
6: No, and I, I, I think this. I, what I, from what I've heard of everything, and just looking at highlights and stuff, it seems like Tech had. North Texas kind of pinned down what they were gonna be doing offensively. Yeah. Slow receivers, you gotta be watching film as Diaco and being like, We're gonna have some fun. Oh, you're kinda of <laughs> salivating yeah. over yeah, it. Yeah, like just I mean, we're gonna we're gonna be up in their face, we're not giving them room. Our guys can keep up with them. I just can imagine that's a that's a field day for a defensive coordinator.
3: Oh, without a doubt. And you know, you shift to the other side of the ball and obviously the defense played well. Now, offensively for Tech, mm-hmm. I didn't think Jamar played his best game. You look at his numbers, twenty-one to thirty eight, two hundred and sixty three yards. A touchdown and a pick, and that's not bad on paper. But the first half, he was 12 of 25. Uh, I think he had 104 yards. I thought North Texas did a nice job at kind of mixing some things up schematic wise. Uh, the receivers weren't doing a great job of getting open. The offensive line was having uh, numerous breakdowns as well. So, uh, he, and he came back in the second half. He went nine of 13. Obviously, hit the 80-yard touchdown to Isaiah Graham. And so it wasn't the greatest performance by any means by Jamar, but it was a, a solid performance. Did a nice job protecting the ball outside of the one interception. Uh, and really, you know, I say the offense didn't have uh, the cleanest of performances, but you look up and you're over 500 yards of total offense. You've scored 52 points. Uh, your, your offense is now ranked 17th in the country in total yards. You're 13th in the country in scoring offense. It just has a feel to it. It's like, all right, like you want to stop Justin Henderson, we'll throw it to Adrian Hardy and he'll go for over a hundred yards. You want to slow down Malik Stanley? Well, we, you know, we got Hardy. Powell went out with an injury. I thought Smoke Harris played his best game of the year. Had an eight-yard touchdown run. Obviously, had the electrifying punt return for a touchdown where he broke. I don't know how many tackles. Also, made a few guys missed. It was called back due to penalty. So there's just so many different players on this offense. Uh, that continue to do some good things, and uh, when you're an opposing defensive coordinator like the Marshall defensive coordinator this week, uh, you certainly have to be wondering how you're going to slow down this bulldog attack.
6: Yeah, we got a text on the uh, Fairway Cards text line BC from Brett it says so. That's twice in a row that Tech has taken the fine down a few dollars. I mean, fines one and three went one and three in his career. Yeah, this day. I, I just. Good I mean, we, we see we see the hype, you know, when he's not playing Tech, you know. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know what to do, Ben. I mean, I don't. He don't impress me that much.
3: I guess he's beating a bunch of bad teams. Yeah, <laughs> like our boy Matt says, yeah. Yeah, the whole conference is terrible.
6: So you play Tech?
3: Yeah. So it's certainly interesting, but that's kind of our breakdown on North Texas. Obviously, uh, Louisiana Tech moves to eight and one overall, five and zero oh in conference USA play certainly control their own destiny uh, within the league. And uh, you hope ne- this coming up week, Friday night against Marshall, the Bulldogs can continue rolling along in the right direction. We're going to go ahead take our next time out. We come back from the break. We'll talk with Josh Stowers of HerdNation.com. Preview Louisiana Tech. And Marshall, you're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7.
8: all the time.
7: Excuse me? No, it doesn't. You always alert
8: me. My point exactly. Cars that have forward-facing cameras need to be recalibrated when you replace the windshield. How would I know that? Most people don't. Next time, take it to Acme Glass and Mirror. They were the first one in the region that could replace your windshield and recalibrate your forward-facing camera. And unlike taking it to a dealership and paying out-of-pocket, Acme will bill your insurance. It's that easy.
7: Thanks. I'm going to Acme Glass and Mirror. Uncommon, how would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC.
8: Senator Jim Fannin is the only candidate in District 35 who has been endorsed by the National Rifle Association because of his voting record in support of our Second Amendment rights.
1: This message
5: brought to you by the Jim Fannin campaign.
4: Sports Talk 977 is presented by the injury attorney Jeff Guerrero in Monroe. If you or someone you know has been injured in an accident or has been the victim of medical malpractice, do what thousands of others have done. Go Guerrero. Go Guerrero. you got to love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed
3: Tech Blue Radio. Ben Carlisle, Beck Haynes, John Tabor's running the board. Louisiana Tech, big conference matchup, cross-division matchup this Friday night in Huntington, West Virginia taking on the Marshall Thundering Herd. And to help us preview the Thundering Herd, Josh Stowers of com. Josh, how you doing tonight?
9: Pretty good, man. Appreciate you having me.
3: Oh, absolutely. And just to jump into things, you know, you look at this Marshall team this year, uh, obviously off to a 6-3 and three start, you know, in control of their own destiny uh, in the East Division when it comes to playing for the Conference Championship. What, what's the overall vibe around the program at this point in the year?
4: Oh, well, you know,
9: um... We started out a little slow, and then you know things have picked up we're on a four game winning streak, so yeah, there's a lot of excitement surrounding the program, um especially Friday night's the game you know I mean any time that uh, you know the leader from the west and the east match up together in the regular season it's uh should be a big time game and uh with you guys coming to town, you know basically you know leading your obviously you know leading the west at you know eight and one you know undefeated in the conference it's uh Should be a big-time matchup.
3: It certainly should. And when you look at this Marshall team, uh, obviously, you know, I know Knox is the leading rusher and probably uh, the player that teams prepare for the most. But Isaiah Isaiah Green, at quarterback uh, in his sophomore season, I think it's been a little uneven at times. Uh, But just talk about his play throughout the year and how he's matured from his freshman to his sophomore year.
9: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I mean – it's been a little – he's had his highs and lows. I mean, you know, any young quarterback has that. Um, you know, the thing with Isaiah is it's, – and, and it's kind of cliche to say this, but, you know, his thing is just protecting the football. I mean, when he's protected the football and, and not turned it over, I mean, he's been – I mean, solid. I mean, as far as, like, you know, natural ability goes, I mean, he's as talented as a quarterback as we've had here in a long time. I mean, he's got a rocket burn arm. He can move the pocket. Um you know, he, he's got all the natural abilities. It's just a matter of, like I said, you know, him putting together, you know, the mental aspect of the game and, and just, uh, you know, and not turning the ball over. And when he does that, uh, he's, in my opinion, he's as as good as really anybody in the conference.
8: Yeah,
3: absolutely. And it's certainly obvious when you watch him play how talented he really is. And shifting to another talented player, Brendan Knox, uh, had an opportunity to watch you guys play against FAU and. Uh, I think you would say that's probably been his best game of the year. What what makes him such a good running back?
9: Brandon is unbelievably tough. Um and and when I say that, I mean that in just about every aspect imaginable. Um it, it, he you know I think he's rushed the ball like uh, 100 I mean 160 some carries this year and he's only lost a total of like 20 yards. Um very seldom do you see him you know going going backwards on a play. Um, it seems like he just has like a knack to always fall forward, and uh and like i said he's just a, ultra tough i mean just, i mean a very strong lower lower base you know body i mean it's he's able to move you know move the pile and uh he's surprisingly quick for you know for two hundred and twenty pounds i mean he's not somebody that's going to hit the big run you know the the sixty or seventy yard runs, but i mean he can eat you up with those twenty yard runs pretty quickly
3: and looking at the receivers you know. Skip Holtz talked today in his press conference how, uh, yes, there, there are some good receivers when you talk about Thompson and Johnson and Keaton, but the tight ends are, are who Holiday really uses uh, in a multitude of ways. I see Levius is leading the team with 442 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, I know Gaines will line up at quarterback at times. Uh, it just seems like the tight ends and the skill sets that they bring to the table uh, are so unique and, and create such a matchup advantage for the Thundering Herd.
9: They do. Um, and like you said, and it's, you know, you, you've got a Marnie you've got, uh, Xavier Gaines, you know, you know, Devin Miller. Um, and, and they've even went four deep here recently and, and Garrett Morrell's got some time. Um, but all four of those guys are, are fairly versatile. I mean, they can line up on the end line in the slot, or even like you said, out wide or, or in, you know, in Xavier's case, at quarterback even and run some wildcats. Um, it's really just about mismatches um that's something that our offensive coordinator Tim he's done pretty good um about he's done really well this year as, as, especially with the tight end position identify some some mismatches and and re- try to get the ball to those guys in space and and like i said all four of them are, are big guys they all they all run you know fairly well for their size um so yeah i mean as as far as you said you know like you said you know i mean the receiver position has has had I guess average you know, production, but you know, as far as like, when it comes to the receiving game, our tight ends are, are really as good or probably better than you know, just the rest of the conference, honestly.
3: And, and shifting to the defensive side of the ball, and, and anytime time you, you watch Marshall play football, their defense always sticks out for their aggressiveness and uh, really how well they play on that side of the ball. It seems like year in and year out. and uh, Obviously, Amari Cobb's the leader, uh, of the defense with seventy nine tackles, I think he has sixteen tackles for loss. Uh, what what makes him so special at that linebacker position? He he was a guy uh, that Holt said really stood out on film to him, uh, along with the other linebacker Beckett.
9: I think the thing with Amari is 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 just really is just his versatility. I mean, he's played all three linebacker positions in, in his time at Marshall. Um, he he had to move to the Mike backer position this year due to due to an injury to a you know, Jaquan Yoli, our starting middle linebacker in the season. Um, but yeah, you know, he's just he's just a real versatile guy. he's played a lot of football here and um you know, he he I guess it's just it's just a matter of you know experience. I mean he's he's been around football you know, he's played a lot here and, and uh it's just he, not a lot surprises him, I guess is the best way to say it. Um you know, he just uh he's like he runs well, he's a big guy about you know two hundred and thirty pounds you six know, four um yeah you know, just like i said he i mean he can cover you know cover a guy on the outside or he can uh you know play amongst the men on the inside
3: and when you look at this defense if you had to point out a weakness uh, on that side of the ball uh what what would you say it is
9: uh, it's hard to say i mean if if I were going to sit here and point something out. Our past defense has been a little suspect at times um it, it's uh it's really been a matter of you know us getting pressure on the quarterback i mean i mean obviously you know if you can get pressure on a guy and and not allow him to step back there and pick you apart i mean that you know that helps any defense but really for us i mean that's that's been our our m o all season is when we can get a quarterback on the ground uh you know we're really tough but you know if if, if he's got you know four or five seconds back there to, you know, just kind of find somebody open, then, uh, you know, we tend to struggle a little bit. But, uh, that's, I mean, that's probably been our, you know, if I were going to say, you know, point something out, I mean, our pass defense. But, uh, you know, then again, like I said, you know, rushing the quarterback has, has been a, real, a very big strength for us. I mean, we top. Last time I remember checking, I think we were top ten in sacks in the country. So it's kind of balanced with that a little bit.
3: Absolutely, and so looking at it from Marshall's perspective, uh, obviously Louisiana Tech's traveling over on a short week. Uh, Marshall's had a couple of weeks to prepare. I think they're somewhere around a, a two and a half to three point favorite. Looking at it from the Thundering Herds perspective, uh, what are some keys to the game on y'all's end?
9: Well, you know, I kind of already you know touched on a little bit. It's just you know taking care of the football. I mean, when you know all season long for us, you know when we you know taking care of the ball, we've we've been a hard team yeah you know, for other teams to beat um you know we went down to uh to middle tennessee and we had uh, a number of turnovers and we lost you know to a team that you know hasn't really had the, the best of seasons so but uh you know you look at the other games i mean i would say yeah the fau game specifically you know that was a game where we took care of the ball and and we took care of business on the road so uh you know it's just it's been uh it's It's been really that. I mean, as far as, the, you know, tell two stories there. I mean, you know, like I said, it's a matter of us taking care of the football and, and playing solid defense, and, and we tend to win games when that happens.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I know you mentioned when we uh, talked about you coming on tonight, uh, I know the Mo- Memorial Fountain Ceremony is scheduled for Thursday at noon. Uh, give our listeners a little bit of insight as to what that is uh, for those that, that might be coming up for the game.
9: Um. Yeah, like you said, you know, me and you kinda of touched on it earlier when we spoke. Uh, for anyone, you know, anybody listening, um, if you guys get a chance to swing by uh the memorial fountain ceremony, it's uh it's in regards to the to the the plane crash, um the seventy five members of the Marshall Thundering herd that you know perished um in nineteen seventy. Um it's uh even if you're not familiar with the situation, it's really um an incredible experience um it's something that you know I, I always push for for anybody that claims to be a marshall fan to attend and and they, they have two ceremonies they have one in the spring and you know, when they turn the water on and then when they have one in the fall on the on the day of the remembrance and you know, they turn the fountain off and it's just uh it's it's a, a very powerful um you know experience uh, for for anyone if you're if you're a sports fan you know i mean Obviously, a lot of people have seen the movie, um, you know. So that kind of uh, it just it just elevates that even. Um, so it's uh but it's it's a very special moment, and it's it's probably the best situation. I mean, it's it's a, it's a moment when you know the community and the university really become one, and uh, it's it's a special time.
3: Absolutely, Josh. We certainly appreciate you joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Uh, how can our listeners follow you guys work online?
9: Uh, we're at com. Um, we're on Twitter, at Herd Nation. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> really just about any – we're on Instagram. Uh, we're just about everywhere, honestly. But, uh, you yeah, know, if you follow us on Twitter uh, or, uh, you know, visit our website at HerdNation.com, you yeah, we're a member, member of the Rivals Network. Uh, we'd be glad to have you.
3: Absolutely. We certainly appreciate you joining us tonight and looking forward to a fun matchup Friday night in Huntington.
9: For sure. You guys have a safe trip.
3: Absolutely. Josh Stowers, HerNation.com, uh, joining us tonight here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Breaking down Louisiana Tech and Marshall back. This It's a big one. You know, you look at Marshall and you read some of their message board, and it, it kind of feels like maybe Skip Holtz is the coach at Marshall. Their, their, their fans kind of complain about some of the similar things that you see Tech fans complain about when it comes to being conservative offensively, really trying to drain the clock, win a tight, close game. But uh, you look at these two teams on paper; it's a pre- pretty evenly matched matchup.
6: Yeah, BC, I think the Tech fan base was so focused on Southern Miss that I don't think we looked too far past to to Marshall to see that this is a, this is a really huge game, and um, I think that we're pretty evenly matched, and um, it's going to be interesting. I'm a little worried. We obviously don't have the history with recent history, I well, guess, yeah. with Marshall, like we did with Southern Miss, so I don't think there's yeah, as much spice. Yeah, we've only spice, played them but, one time in the conference. Right. And so, I, you know, this is a little worrisome, worrisome for me. Um, ben, I don't know. I mean, what do you... I mean,
3: I, mean I, I think, you know, I think there's some intrigue to it for me, just because we don't play them that often. And when you look at, like, I say that, I don't know if the premier teams is the right word for it, but two of the better teams when you look at sustained success from the East and the West, like these are the two model programs, right? You know what I'm saying? Like tech hasn't had a bad year since 2013. I think Marshall had one hiccup in where they went three and nine, three or four years ago. But other than that, like doc holiday wins year after year after year. And I think he's 76 and 49. He's in his 10th season. Uh, he's similar to Skip in that he's he stayed and he's built a program. And so it's just uh, a really intriguing matchup, uh, an intriguing game that college football fans uh, should b- be sure to tune into on Friday night, 6 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. So let's go ahead and jump to our next timeout. out. we come back from the break, uh, we'll continue breaking down Louisiana Tech. And Marshall, you're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7.
2: The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana. For more information, go to O'NeillGas.com.
8: DQ fans, your favorite chicken strips just got a sweet BFF. It's the DQ Chicken and Waffle Basket, a next-level chicken strip basket with 100% all-white meat chicken strips paired perfectly with a sweet Belgian waffle, plus fries and syrup. It's a treat and an eat, and it's totally delicious. Try the sweet and savory Chicken and Waffle Basket today. And don't forget your blizzard. only at your DQ. Happy tastes good
5: got a lot of stuff ideal portable buildings has what you need a new custom built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat ideal also carries Dirts and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin and keep all your stuff covered with a new eagle carport from ideal rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit find ideal portable buildings on facebook or call 699-9426
7: At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC.
4: Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Car hotline, 888-993-7762.
3: Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Ben Carlisle, Beck Haynes. Beck, quick update. Duncan Dogs, Wiley College. Inside the Thomas Assembly Center. First media timeout of the night. Dogs 8, Wiley College 2, 1541 remaining in the first half. Quick text on the fairway carts text line from Brett. As much as I love home games, glad we play Marshall on the road just so we don't have to be embarrassed for taking their we are, in quotes, chant. It's the petty things that make college football so great.
6: Yeah, do you like that chant? Yeah. I replied back to, to I'm this. I'm not a huge fan. Brett Brett. You know, my freshman year, uh, when I just, you know, just walked on the Tex yeah. campus, oh, going yeah. to a little game, Absolutely. sitting in the student section. And they start that chant, and they say, we are. And I was like,
8: Bow-dow. bulldogs.
6: And then it comes back, and they say, we are. And then this kid stands up and goes, not Marshall. You got <laughs> a kick out of that. <laughs> so shut the <laughs> – and I thought that was so funny because that's – I mean, that's what I knew it is, is Marshall's Marcel- oh, Mar- yep. chant. But I was just a wee little freshman BC. I didn't know nothing about no chants.
3: Yeah, you you not you don't know nothing. But about it is
6: I remember that we did that we did that chant when they were playing in Rustin one time. Yeah. No, know. they haven't played in Rustin. Are you sure? Did you yeah. go to that game? No. We did that chant. I don't know. Maybe basketball, probably. Basketball. Probably. One time I remember thinking this is awkward because we're yeah, doing yes. it on our on our court field, whatever. Either way. Huh. I don't love it.
3: Hey. I feel like we stole it. Hey. It's all right. Hey. Just like our boy Matt. We can all have our opinion. You can call us, you can text us on the fairway cards hotline, 888-993-7762. So, Beck, you know, the last time these two teams squared off back in 2014 in the Conference USA Championship, Marshall defeated Louisiana Tech 26-23. If you remember, that game was about 25 degrees, similar to this one. I believe it was raining throughout. Not sure Cody Sokol's shoulder was attached to his body. Uh, he went out and grinded. I think Tech had five or six starters missing, uh, you know, came after the dreaded fall quarter due to some grades. Uh, thankfully, that won't be an issue this year when it comes to grades, and hopefully the Bulldogs can go on the road and pick up their ninth straight win. Beck, I got a question for you. Hey, BBC. When was the last time, or the first time, these two teams have squared off twice in their illustrious histories? Yep. When was the first time they squared off? 1954. 1942.
6: That was a lot closer than I thought. That was just a shot in the dark, B.C. Hey, right,
3: Marshall put up a donut. Lost 26 to nothing to the dogs. Donuts. donut. Wow. Well, can't remember where that game was played. Uh, played in Ruston, actually. Wow. Doubt the Joe was around. Probably not. Not probably sure where they were. the fields. Or on the interstate. <laughs> you know, it's probably some grass back in the gap. So looking at this Marshall team, I mentioned Doc Holliday's in his 10th season as the head coach at Marshall, 76-49 and uh, during his time in Huntington. Isaiah Green will be the quarterback. And, Beck, you know, you talk about Isaiah Green, and he's a sophomore, and he had a really solid freshman year, and you're going to love this when I say this. I really think he's a lot like Jamar. Really? You know, he was that guy... Solid freshman year, and granted, he got to play more than Jamar did as a freshman, but performed well, and then coming into his sophomore year, you expect him to take that jump, you know, become that all-conference kid right. that th- throws for 300-plus yards a game, and he hasn't really progressed to that yet. Now, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, because he's not. He's extremely talented. This is a Marshall team that went on the road to Boise State, only lost 14-7. to So, like, that shows you how good they are, but... You know he's completing sixty percent of his throws, thrown for nearly nineteen hundred yards, twelve touchdowns, six picks. Uh, not a statue in the pocket by any means. Has rushed for two hundred forty-two yards and two touchdowns. So I would say as a sophomore, more of a game manager. Okay, little little Ryan Tannehill in
6: him. Yeah, you know I can appreciate a coach just understanding what they have, and you know.
3: Well, I think that's what Doc Holiday does, and yeah, hey, six and three.
6: Can't, Doing something right over there. Right.
3: Hey. Has a big win over Western Kentucky and FAU, uh, which gave him control of that East Division. Running back, I mentioned him uh, with Josh in the previous segment. Brendan Knox, uh, around six foot, 220 pounds, a load to get to the ground. Nearly 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, had over 200 yards at FAU. Big key for. He came to the FAU. Yeah, he came to the FAU. Big key for tech in this game. Big key for Tech in this game. Have to figure out a way to slow down Brendan Knox in the run game. And this is a Tech rush defense that has done a good job at that in recent weeks. Let me tell you, I know how to slow him down. Connor Taylor. Connor Taylor going to make some contact in the hole. I love that guy. He got a haircut. Are you serious? Jacket. Okay.
6: Woo. Woo.
3: A little concerned right there for a minute.
6: Man, that's not funny.
3: Little concerned. So you look at the receiver position, obviously the tight end of is the leading receiver with four hundred and forty two yards on thirty-two catches, three touchdowns. But Beck, I've got an interesting nugget for you. Hit me. Have another tight end, last name Gaines. Likes to play a little quarterback. Has thrown three passes on the year. Okay. Well, Wildcat action, a little wild thundering herd. Okay. Certainly be interesting to see what kind of role he plays in this game. And on the offensive line, Uh, they have some issues in pass protection, but at the same time, we haven't seen Louisiana Tech's defensive line be able to consistently get pressure on the quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see if the Bulldogs uh, can get some pressure in Green's face and force them into some mistakes. I think Tech is forced to turnover in 31 straight games. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if they can keep that going. I think I read that uh, if Marshall limits uh, themselves to – I want to say one or fewer turnovers, or maybe if they force one or more turnovers, they're 28-4 and four in their last 32 games. So you know the statistician, BC, will bring it out. De- yeah. Defensively, uh, it's an aggressive defense, and Holtz talked about it today in his press conference. Uh, they're going to put a bunch of guys up on the on the defensive line. They're going to force Louisiana Tech's offensive line to really communicate up front. It'll be interesting to see if Jawite Stalworth back this week uh, he left with an injury uh, against North Texas last week. Anton Lewis, the sophomore, stepped in a right tackle, played 75 snaps. He played all right. I'm not going to say he played great because he didn't. Uh, but he played all right. He got some valuable experience. and So, so hopefully if he's called on uh, to start this one for the Bulldogs, he'll step in and do a nice job. But it's an aggressive defense, like I said. Uh, the defensive end, Hodge. Yeah, I mean, sounds right. Yeah, Hodge leads the team with seven sacks. He's a he's a speed rusher, 238 pounds, coming off that right edge. Uh, Willie Allen will have to do a nice job at slowing down his rush uh, if the Bulldogs are going to give uh, the quarterback some time to throw. Looking at the linebackers, Cobb uh, leads the team with 79 stops, 16 tackles for loss. Um, I, looking at Marshall play in recent weeks, he's a he's a long linebacker, rangy. But I think if Tech can get Smoke Harris or get Griffin Hebert, uh in those slot spots, if they can get them into one-on-one spots against Cobb, I think they can find some success. Uh, Merrill's the top corner; he's five eleven. Uh, we'll see if you know Tech wants to take advantage of Malik Stanley's six-three, uh, two hundred and thirty-pound frame on the outside to have some success, and you know they'll rotate three other corners at that other spot. Uh, and so you know, like. Like Josh said, this is a defense that's only forced nine turnovers in nine games. So, if there's a weakness it's going to be in the secondary, hopefully uh, Tech will be able to expose some things in the passing game. Uh, special teams are really good. Roe Wasser, Roar Wasser, 13, right. 13 of 14 on the year. Phil goal hit a 53-yarder, I believe. You uh, and I have done that. Yeah. I mean, easy. Easy. He had a fifty three yard, I believe it was fifty three, might have been fifty one against Western Kentucky to win the game. Uh they haven't been all that good uh in covering kickoffs, averaging thirty two yards a return. Uh the punter LaFever is averaging forty one yards per boot. So, you know, that that's a brief look at Marshall. Uh just to shift over to some of the conference USA standings heading into this game. Uh Florida Atlantic uh, in the East Division, they're obviously on top by percentage points, but they're tied with Marshall with only one loss, and Marshall holds the tiebreaker over Lane Kiffin's squad. Uh, Kiffin seven and three, five and one. Marshall six and three, four and one in the East Division. Western Kentucky continues to play well. Back, I don't know if you saw Western Kentucky forty-five nineteen over Arkansas.
6: I mean, Western Kentucky is the most up and down team in the country. In the country,
3: Western Kentucky's quarterback actually played at Arkansas last week. That or last year. Had to feel good to go back to Fayetteville. A little spice, a little extra spice in his performance. BC, All right, forty-five nineteen. It was spicy. I'll tell you that that's much.
6: That's a tough. That's a tough L for Arkansas.
3: Yeah, lost their coach. Wow. Yeah, fired the oh, old coach after quarterback. that loss. Just put the coach on the street. Did you know who started for Arkansas at quarterback in that game? Who? Jerry Jones' oh, that's grandson. Right.
6: We talked about. It. Got smoked,
3: huh? <laughs> got smoked. Jerry Jones might have to find a place. To put his money elsewhere, if he wants his son to stay in the starting lineup. Charlotte three and three in the league, five and five overall. Certainly looks like the Forty ers will be competing for a bowl game. FIU three and four, five and five overall. They took one on the chin to Florida Atlantic, thirty-seven, thirty to seven, thirty-seven, seven. Middle Tennessee three and six, two and three in the league. They're not going to make a bowl game. They're really struggling. Old Dominion, oh. Oh, lost well, a tight one to UTSA, 24-23 to fall to one and nine. Shifting over to the West Division, obviously, uh, Louisiana Tech picked up their eighth consecutive win with a 52-17 win over North Texas. Southern Miss was all, or actually, Southern Miss UAB. Did you did you happen to was see that the a, score? That was a good
6: game, was it not?
3: A thirty-seven to two. Jackin. <laughs> Gotta love the Blazers taking it on the chin. Southern Miss moves to four and one in the league. That that bodes well for Tech because UAB was the other team I was
6: worried
10: about.
3: Yeah, well, hey, thirty-seven to two, got a safety on the. Let's jump to the Fairway Carts hotline, joined by Rafe. Rafe, how we doing tonight?
10: Man, doing great. I like the I like the cool weather. It's getting me ready for the Marshall game on Friday. What are you guys doing?
2: Hey, just chilling.
10: It's just a little radio, Rafe. I mean. Uh, well, I mean, this is what I'm saying. I mean, I, it, I I get a little bit tripped out by all the fretting and superstition of Tech fans, and we want to bring up things that happened and whatever. I mean, I talked to you guys about this before the Southern Miss game. Yep. That, that stuff does not matter whenever you go into any individual game. It, you think that there's some sort of, like, Spooky aura that hangs over teams and determines the outcomes, but it's not true. I mean, it, I mean, I hate to snap that people out of that, but that's not really what happens. This game is about a better defense. Marshall being a better defense than we've faced in a while, and that's going to pose problems. We're not going to have as much ease in running the ball as normal. Uh, they they are susceptible to passing game, um, you know, intermediate and deep passing game. But, you know, that you have, that with a deep passing game, there's more risk involved with that. So you can't just throw a bomb every time and hope they catch it. So you'll have to incorporate a number of receivers. We've got physical receivers. We've got finesse receivers. We've got fast receivers. We've got thick receivers. They can't guard our receivers. Okay. They, they really, (laughs) we have much more offense than they do. That said, they have a good running back, and I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I don't, I'm not worried about their tight ends. I, I mean, I, I don't care about your tight ends. We we can cover your tight ends. You may catch a few balls, but you're not going to like tight end scare us to death. But, yeah, but that running back is a little bit of a different element. He's, I think he's a really good player. I, I mean, he needs to get going in order to kind of establish a rhythm because I've seen him. Uh, gets stifled to where he never gets going but if he gets a little rhythm going then they're hard to stop and you could see in that type of setting to where he could get you know break off a couple of you know 10 15 yard runs and get us on our heels a little bit but all in all i don't think they're better than us i mean that's even with all the finals and the cold weather and the two weeks and the one week to prepare and all that stuff I, I just don't think they're a better team than we are and usually the better team wins games and so in this case we think a the better team we're gonna go over there win the game and you know move on to the next one and figure out why we need to worry about uab
3: absolutely Rafe. good stuff certainly appreciate you calling us tonight <laughs> all
10: right man glad to see you
3: Go ahead, jump to our next timeout, Beck. When we come back from the break, we're talking to your boy, Philadelphia Eagles running back Boston Scott. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk
8: 97.7.
1: Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location, Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat. And you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoke cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Have you
5: looked at the calendar? The seasons are changing, and fun season is almost here. You mean fall season? Nope fun season cause any season is more fun with a new easy go golf cart from fairway carts in Minden. with an easy go that perfectly fits your lifestyle you'll have fun at the football games fun with the family on a camping trip or riding around the neighborhood even have fun in the woods during fun t- i mean hunting season and Fairway Carts always has a great selection of Easy Go gas or electric carts with the performance you need and the value to please any budget. Experience the comfort of an Easy Go personal cart, the convenience of a multi passenger cart, or the rugged durability of an Easy Go utility cart. Yes, fun season is coming and it's going to be your new favorite season of the year. It all starts with a new easy go from Fairway Carts in Minden on Highway 531 just north of I-20. Give them a call at 318-371-CART.
7: At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC.
2: Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local, experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubak Ruston Monroe 97.7.
4: Get ready for a healthy dose of Louisiana Tech sports. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank, is back on the radio. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards hotline, 888-993-7762.
3: Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Vin Carlisle, Beck Haynes, John Tabor running the board. Beck, got a, got a friend of yours on the program tonight.
6: Yeah, good friend Boston Scott joins us. Boston, I mean, how are you, man?
0: Doing great, man. Good to hear from you.
6: It's, it's been a while. It's, it's been a while, Boston. We, we were just talking in the break about how just thankful and excited for you that uh, we, we are, just that you've been able to continue your career and find a place in Philadelphia. And I know you had really enjoyed your time with the Saints, but can you give us uh, just an overall how you're doing in Philadelphia, how you've adjusted, how are you liking it? Um, we know there's some good guys on that team. Just give us a rundown.
0: For sure, man. It's, it's really a great nucleus of guys on the team. Um, the organizations are pretty similar, you know, the locker room, we're real tight, closely knit. Um, I mean, I can't say enough about the guys in that locker room, man. They're all great leaders. Uh, A lot of them uh, do a lot of work in their communities back at home and in the Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia area. So uh, I'm really, I'm really happy with where I am now. Uh, Obviously we have a great team, Um, but I can't, I can't say enough about the Eagles organization and how they treated me, man. I'm, I'm thankful uh, to be in the league and have an opportunity with a team like this.
3: And, Boston, I wasn't planning on asking you this, but you mentioned all the players and all the stuff that they do within the community. And sometimes, uh, whether it's the NFL or the NBA or Major League Baseball or whatever professional sport it is, sometimes uh, some of that stuff gets overlooked. How often uh, do you all get a chance to kind of go out into the community and influence uh, whether it's kids' lives or adults or, or whoever that may be?
0: Right. So every Monday uh we have an opportunity to go out into the community and that's more uh facilitated by the organization itself. Um you know, Jeffrey Lurie, uh who's the owner, he he does a lot in the community as well. He uh there was a big time event that we did in the off season uh for autism. We did you know, there was a 5K run, there was a 10K uh bike ride or a 15 mile bike ride and it was all for you know, the autism organization that, you know, that, that's a big time passion of his. So, you know, if you got a guy that literally owns a team that, you know, is passionate about giving back to the community, you know, you got something really good going. So that's just one of the many things. Uh, but yeah, so the Eagles facilitate like for players every Monday, we go into the community. But outside of that, you know, a lot of guys are doing extra things. You know, I know Malcolm Jenkins uh, does a lot uh, in the inner city. Uh, he, he's he been he's a part of the players' coalition, uh, which is, you know, they, they address issues of social justice issues, prison reform, and things like that. So um,
3: outside of, you know, what the Eagles
0: are already doing in the community, you know, like I said, a lot of the players are doing extra.
3: And so let's rewind back, back to the early part of the year. Uh, obviously you were on the practice squad, not quite on the active 53-man roster. And we've talked uh, when we've had you on before how important it is uh, how you're really truly fighting for your job on a daily basis, uh, whether it's with the Philadelphia Eagles or n- another organization uh, coming in to sign you to that 53-man roster. H- how difficult or how challenging can that be at times uh, to keep that focus uh, on a day-by-day basis?
0: Yeah, I mean, it can, be, it can be difficult, but each and every day, you know, it didn't really matter if I was going to be playing that week or, you know, like I, like you said, I was on the practice squad, you know, I approached pretty much every week the same way. You know, I was taking notes as though I was playing because I know how this, how this league works. And uh, Deuce Staley did a good job of just keeping, keeping me motivated extra. But I feel like uh, definitely as a walk-on at Louisiana Tech, you know, I kind of learned that, you know, it's not about how many opportunities you get. It's what you make of the opportunity that you do get. So that's pretty much how I um, approached it each week man, it, it's a revolving door. You never know with injuries, especially at the position that I play, you know, you never know when you might have to step up, you know, and, and you saw an example of that, you know, Dee Sproles went down with this quad injury uh, and whatever, and I was, I was up that next week, so um, that's just the nature of the NFL, and I just, you know, I'm just thankful that I was a walk-on, and I had to learn, you know, about making the most of my opportunities, because it's really set me up for the NFL, so, that's kind of what it's been. It's been frustrating here and there, you know, obviously because you're a competitor. You want to play, and that's the mindset of every single player in the league, you know, but like I said, you know, uh, you have to make sure that you're prepared for those opportunities, and that's how I approach
3: every week. Do you try still try to take the time uh, on a regular basis to kind of pick the brain of a guy like Darren Sproles, a, a guy that's made it uh, 13, 14 years in the NFL?
0: Yeah, so this is his fifteenth year and um any any time I can I have a conversation with him. You know, he also I've watched him back since Kansas State, which is where he went to college. And uh he also went he also played for the Saints. So we had already known about each other. We spent some time together in uh San Diego whenever I was out training with uh Drew. Uh that's where I met him for the first time and you know, I was able to, you know, link up with him whenever the Eagles played the Saints the first time, uh, and I was on the Saints at the time, and then eventually the Eagles picked me up, and then we became teammates, so ever since then, man, we, we've we been, we've hit it off, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty positive that we're going to be friends for the rest of our lives, man, just the way he approaches every single day as a professional. You know, I'm just soaking up as much wisdom as I can, uh, you know, because the guy that, is our size for him to make it fifteen years. That's that's not easy. You know, the average is three point three years or whatever it is for uh any player in the league and I mean i I think it's around that for a running back. But for him to do what he's been able to do and be productive and then make it fifteen years is just it's incredible. So, you know, a guy like that, you know, you're you're in his pocket. You know, you're trying to learn as much as you
6: can boston you know we kind of touched on it earlier you started on the practice squad with the eagles was it what was it like getting that call up i mean it was it similar to, i've heard guys describe it as it's similar to being drafted again you just get so excited you work so hard and then you finally get that call again what was that like for you
0: man it was it was awesome man like i said um i was i was excited you know but at the same time you know i wasn't gonna let the opportunity big be, be too big for me you know like D scrolls has uh done a great job of making sure I'm motivated and making sure that I stay in it, keeping my mind in the right place so when it was time for me uh to be called up, you know, I was ready.
6: So where did, where where what were you doing? Start. How does that work when you get that call or you is it a phone call, is it called in <laughs> the office or
0: Nah, so uh whenever I found out I was gonna be getting called up, it was the day before the game. Uh the day before uh the Vikings, I believe, I think. Uh yeah. It was the day before uh, the game, and so they told me that I was going to be up, and uh, that, was, that was basically it. So I didn't really have much time to you know, sort through my thoughts or whatever. It was just kind of like, let's go, let's do it.
6: <laughs> All right, and then, and then you got your your you know your first touchdown in, in, a, in the regular season. Was that kind of a surreal moment for you of like, I've made it? I've, I mean, I know you, like you said, it's a revolving door, but not many people can say they've scored an NFL touchdown, Boston.
0: Right. And man, in the situation that it was in, uh, it was, you know, it says a lot about, you know, what they think of me. And I really appreciated that, man. And um, it was just, it was surreal. You know what I mean? Uh, Whenever I got into the end zone, I mean, the offensive line did a great job. We have one of the best offensive lines in the league, by the way. Um, They opened up the hole for me and I just, you know, I I was not going to be denied. I was getting in that end zone. So, it was just—it was a really cool experience. I didn't get the ball. I forgot about it completely. I just celebrated with my teammates, and that was—that was pretty much it. So, <laughs> I still haven't found that ball.
6: Well, I mean, that's—you know—that that just shows that you just—you just got your mind on the prize, Boston, and you're just worried about getting in that end zone, and and so you've—you know—you've been used in punt return, running back. I mean, are you going to be used anywhere else this year? Are you going to block a punt for us? I mean, I mean, where, where else might you be hey. used? <laughs>
0: you know, this past, uh, well, uh, Chicago a couple weeks ago before the bye week, uh, I came really close to getting one. Uh, uh, Coach Phipp did a really good job of um, freeing me up as a rusher. Uh, So, you know, we'll see what happens. We have a great challenge this week with the Patriots, um, but we'll see what happens. Man, I'm just looking to contribute to the team in whatever way uh, they want me, whether that's running back, whether that's rushing the punter, whether that's running down on kickoffs. you know, it's kind of. Uh, whatever I can do, and I've been doing the best that I can to show them that I can do anything. You know, I'm just football player. So we'll see what happens.
3: And, Boston, you were able to – final question before we let you go. You were able to get back to Ruston this week. Obviously, uh, it was homecoming. Louisiana Tech picked up a convincing win over North Texas. Uh, how, how was mm-hmm. it getting back into Ruston uh, for the first time? And uh, I'm sure it's been a few months. And, and getting back to see uh, some people that mean so much to you.
0: Man that that town is always gonna have a special place in my heart, man. And it's really cool to see the success and what Coach Holtz has been able to do with that team, man. They have a great challenge this week with uh Marshall, uh, but they're eight and one and they're in a great spot. You know, they have a great opportunity to to win out and uh, you know, possibly be considered for a New Year's six bowl. So it's I mean, they're getting national recognition and it's just man, it's it's cool to get back and see you know all the people that have supported me up to this point um, to see a great showing with the fans to see how much has been built in that community and how uh, the community is bouncing back from the tornado that came through in uh, April um, it's always a, a pleasure to see Rustin it's always going to be dear to my heart and uh, man it's just it's awesome to see
3: bro absolutely Boston we certainly uh, appreciate you joining us tonight on bleed Tech blue radio and certainly want to wish you Good luck for the remainder of the season with the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: I appreciate it, man.
3: Have a good one, brother. All right, you too. Boston Scott, running back, Philadelphia Eagles. Beck, you know, I think this is the second time we've had him on. It's, he brings such a... I'm not going to say interesting perspective, but he does such a good job at kind of painting the picture and, and giving you some good insight into what he goes through on a daily basis. and And we know how much... Uh, not only how much he means to this community but also how much this community means to him as well
6: yeah Boston's definitely got that perspective of just knowing where he comes from being a walk on at tech and then getting drafted by uh, the saints and then having a chance to play in his home state and then getting to another honestly a really another really great organization with some good leaders we know Doug Peterson is um was Dougie you know, fresh oh Dougie fresh was at uh you know football coach at my high school when i got old here calvary yeah old calvary uh when i moved in from alaska so he's kind of got some ties we know carson Wentz is a good guy which is really important to not someone. a great qb yeah oh he's all right bc He'll a little get there. overpaid uh anyway so for for someone like boston to have that good of a foundation with those kind of players it's just good to see he he's he's humble he's got some some just humble confidence like you said i mean i i'm I pumped to score but man i just i don't want this moment to be too big for me uh, it's just good to see someone like Boston get rewarded for the hard work and um, to just not feel like he's, he deserves it, but just really embrace
3: um, the opportunity. Absolutely. So, you know, Bleed Tech Blue Radio just bringing you the best of the best in the NFL on a daily basis. If you got a suggestion of who you'd like to have, have us have on in coming weeks, you can call we us. We don't you take no for us. an answer,
6: so just throw anybody out
3: there. Hey. You text us, you call us, 888-993-7762. We'll make it happen. But when we come back from the break, what are we going to do? We're going to put a bow on a BC. you listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk
5: 97.7. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTex supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics. Plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com.
8: DQ fans, your favorite chicken strips just got a sweet BFF. It's the DQ Chicken and Waffle Basket, a next-level chicken strip basket with 100% all-white meat chicken strips paired perfectly with a sweet Belgian waffle, plus fries and syrup. It's a treat and an eat, and it's totally delicious. Try the sweet and savory Chicken and Waffle Basket today. And don't forget your blizzard, only at your DQ. Happy tastes good. Uncommon, how
7: would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary, outstanding, exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC.
5: Got a lot of stuff? Ideal Portable Buildings has what you need. A new custom-built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat. Ideal also carries dirts and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin. And keep all your stuff covered with a new Eagle Carport from Ideal. Rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit. Find Ideal Portable Buildings on Facebook or call 699-9426.
4: find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts Hotline,
3: 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Bank. B.C. Text on the Fairway Carts Hotline. You know, we're, we're looking for some guests, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's what... Jason drops a little Justin Jellybean Ellis, you know. It's reasonable. Maybe would be a good one. His second suggestion? Well, Aaron Rodgers action. Well,
6: honestly, Ben, Aaron reached out to us to get on the show, and we just didn't have time. Well, we preferred Jordan.
3: Yeah, that's right.
6: We didn't. Yeah, we didn't really have a spot. We didn't think there'd be a high demand, so we actually turned Aaron down, uh, Jason, So, but I appreciate the suggestion.
3: Now, a quick update from the Thomas Assembly Center, Duck and Dogs 43, Wiley College 15. Well it was twenty seven to two, so probably yeah. college coming on coming strong. Coming back. Yeah. Coming back. So Beck, you know what time it is. We gotta put a bow on it. We've been here for seventy five minutes. It's time to put a bow on it. It so is it's, time. So it, here we go. You look at the matchup this weekend. Louisiana Tech, Bulldogs, Marshall Thundering Herd, six PM kickoff, CBS Sports Network. Beck, I know you just moved. Did you get a new cable
6: subscription? Yeah. Ben, don't even get me started. Do you have
3: that. CBS Sports Network, bro?
6: I, I'm paying for all kind of stuff, so I better have it. All right. Got too many trees around the house, PC. Can't have DISH or DirecTV. Whoa. Even though both assured me they could make it work. Not even close. Had to go with the old suddenly. Oh.
3: brother! I hope you don't have suddenly internet. That's Ooh. all I'm saying. I do. Oh, I do, B.C. Beck, if you ever need to come over to use the old desktop computer, holler at your boy. <laughs> because i got to tell you, Sudden League's not too reliable, if I must say so myself. Better hope they're not a sponsor, Brian. They're not, Brian. Hey, listen, I've had Sudden League for many years. Right. Decided to switch the Dish when I moved. It is what it is. I, I, it is what it is. So, Beck, you come to this matchup, Louisiana Tech, riding an eight-game win streak, dogs – Dogs are hungry. Dogs want to be ranked, so what do you got to do? Well, here we go. Beck, you ever played a game in the snow?
6: Yeah, actually. Football? Of, no, baseball.
3: Really? Yeah.
6: How'd that feel? Uh, not great. It hurts, B.C. A lot of backyard football, too. No pads, but we played a lot. Put your puffy jacket on. Hey, these are going
3: to have pads.
6: Yeah. These it hurts. It's going to be hitting. Uh, for, no one, for anyone that's not played a contact sport in the cold weather, it's brutal. It's less than ideal. Uh Think about, I don't know, how many players travel, B.C.? About 75. 75. About 30 of them never see the field. They're going to be it's chilly. a little chilly on the sideline. And for the ones that do, you better hope you're in constant contact because the guys that are coming in for the old special teams once every 10, 15, 20 minutes, it's painful, man. Hey,
5: I got it hurts. Just, all I got to
3: say is this. If you're one of the guys that doesn't see the field – I want to bring something a little bigger than a windbreaker. Yeah, or find a reason to stay home. Watch it on TV. Or get by the heater, but don't burn do yourself. Do
6: we know uh, temperature game time? Yeah, it's
3: going to be about 30. About 30 game time. Yeah. That's cold. Slight chance of precipitation, only about 10%. But, hey, hey, question was supposed to Skip Holtz. Hey, it's cold this week in Ruston. Surely that'll acclimate your squad. Skip, was, he wasn't buying it. He's no. like, listen, you know, one day. Uh, that ain't getting our players warmed up. But looking at this game. Here's the deal,
6: Ben. Marshall, Texas ain't used to playing in the cold either. That's true. I mean, it ain't like they have an advantage.
3: But, wait, this game ended in Marshall, Texas. This game's in Marshall, West Virginia. Actually, so Huntington, West Virginia. <laughs> wow. so true, Huntington, West Virginia.
6: Wow. So true, Huntington, West Virginia. Wow. I just had a – I was looking – I'm going to be honest. I was looking at my phone. Had a moment. It's not in Marshall, No. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs>
3: hey.
6: We got to find a host that knows something about hey, what's going on. <laughs>
3: Beck Haynes says he's the average fan. Yeah. Hey, here right. Here we go. Here we hey. Makes it's, total sense. It's kind of like our boy Sutton, he said he was going to check out the Bowling Green game in Bowling Green, Kentucky. You know what? Yeah,
6: th- you got me earlier with where's Wiley College and we said Marshall, Texas. Yeah. That's what I, that was in my brain. Yeah. West Virginia. Right, yeah. They may Virginia. be used to the cold weather. Yeah, probably. Maybe a
3: disadvantage for
6: the Bulldogs. <laughs> probably. You heard it here first. It's not in Marshall, Texas.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So you look at this game. Texas two and a half point underdog. Back over under set at fifty six. Texas six and three against the spread this year. What you got for a score prediction, Ben? It's going to be close. Uh, be smart about it. Oof. I'm going to go thirty two. Whoa. Twenty eight dogs. Okay. Get another question for you. you have any concern about the team's focus coming into this?
6: Yeah, one? I do have some major concern about that. But I don't you know. You think how they that... overcome it? <laughs> I don't know, Ben. I mean, Tech surprised me every game this year. I, I keep I keep like hedging my you know, just by saying, Well, anything could happen. Yeah. But I don't I mean I don't know if I should just Let's get over the hump. Yeah, I don't know if I should or not. But I'm just a 32, just, 28
3: dollars. Yes, just slightly worried about this one. Tapes. What you got? 27-24 uh, dogs. Tapes. it's funny you say that. I had an interview today with HerdNation.com, and I said the exact same thing. But you know what? I'm going to change it up a little bit. If the dogs are going to win this one, it's going to be a low-scoring, grind-it-out football game. I'm going to say Tech 21, Marshall 20. Twenty-one
6: twenty. is a low-scoring affair. Certainly.
3: So, Beck, it's been a fun show tonight. Of course, I mentioned Beck Haynes, B.C. We'll have the post-game show Friday night immediately. Well, it's about, it, about 20, 30 minutes following the game on KXKZ 107.5, sponsored by Impact Healthcare Solutions. So be sure to call us. Uh, give us your thoughts on the Louisiana Tech game. Just a reminder... It's a Friday night game, 6 p.m. kickoff on CBS Sports Network. Certainly should be a fun one as the Bulldogs go for their ninth straight win. It's been a fun show tonight, Beck. Certainly want to thank our producer, John Tabor, for Beck Haynes. I'm B.C. We'll see you.
4: First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host, Ben Carlisle. Also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Acme Glass, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, and Ideal Portable Buildings. Thanks for listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio on Sports Talk 97.7.
10: In baseball, it's way worse. I mean, you're talking about a guy